Welcome to Backstage at the Remote Customer Experience. This episode is going to talk about the human challenges of the new normal. This new normal of the pandemic, the shelter-in-place, the uh, stay-at-home orders, is one of those life events where we will all have stories of sheltering in place, working at home, having to interact differently, new channels, new protocols. And for contact centers, for some folks, this is a massive, massive change. And at Powerhouse, we get it. We very much understand not only the the technical side of it, but certainly today we're really going to talk about the the human issues, the emotional challenges, the quality of our mental health and leading our workforces through this. And not only our workforces, ourselves. So I've been sifting through the internet through the unbelievable amount of material uh, being published about work at home, which I almost feel a little silly adding to it. But uh, nevertheless, I thought maybe we could... What Powerhouse does best is streamline things so it would be quick and easy access to some of the valuable information that's uh, floating around out there. So I've identified five key areas to think about as we get used to the new normal. The first is setting a schedule. Now, for our contact center agents, certainly adhering to a schedule is nothing new. I think from a management side, This uh, is also a challenge because while we have very strict rules about our folks logging on and being available and taking breaks and lunches on time, there's more to a schedule than simply the login time. Again, we're looking to schedule what days of the week, what times of day this may start to provide an entirely different way of how we allocate uh, resources. So when we look at the schedule, certainly for the agents, we know they're logging in and we know that they're complying with their schedules the same way we would know if they were on the premise. Think about the fact, however, that these villages that contact centers typically occupy have been dispersed. So there's a lot that's going on in our frontline folks' heads about this entire change, uh, which we will address, but we have to accept that our folks are sitting here looking at us, looking at us saying, what are we going to, is this permanent? How long is this going to last? Um, we can enjoy some benefits of the scheduling, certainly with people working in their home and eliminating commuting time. We may be able to be smarter about allocating resources. But for the time being, I think we have to look at the schedule of our leadership roles, how often we're contacting and staying in touch with each one of our uh, agents. So making sure that we have a schedule ourselves to be reaching out, staying in touch with, and not only as it relates to performance or errors or uh, 
prosecution. You know, try to avoid overexposing uh, your fresh remote workforce to the concept of being under surveillance. Uh, as much as we know that that happens in the natural habitat, it can be much more visible and much bigger when we only engage uh, with our remotes in terms of corrective action. So set a schedule for interactions with all team members in order to not only understand their work questions or concerns, but their overall concerns and issues they may be facing in their uh, environments. There are a, a large number of people that work in contact centers whose home environments may be different than, than yours as a leader. So understand some folks have extended family members that they share space with. Some of those folks are also going to have been uh, sent home, quote unquote. So without being nosy or judgmental over these conversations, one of the things that you really want to start now to understand is how's it going? How's it working for you there? Are there things that we need to understand? So setting a schedule is sort of the tick. I was going to say TikTok, but I can't say that anymore because of that app. Um, setting a schedule is the is the tactical aspect of these interactions. Using those interactions to look for opportunities to provide assurance to your team members and your employees, your frontline people who are really out there. And again, particularly in healthcare, a lot of those frontline people and access centers are taking, they're the first, in, in some ways, the first line of, def of defense. So set a schedule, execute on that schedule from a leadership perspective in terms of making sure that we're checking in on our reporting people's you know state of mind for lack of a better word uh, so i sort of expanded set a schedule to include a special kind of interaction from a leader to the front line the second thing i would like to talk about that i found very prominent in a lot of the articles and um, other things that i've read was the importance of developing a routine to get up, get dressed, get dressed for work. Uh, don't turn into the cartoon character of the work-at-home, pajama-clad uh, individual. You need to feel like you're going to work. Get some fresh air, even if right now you can only open a window to breathe something in from outside. But if you can actually step outside, walk around. I have a friend that actually gets in her car drives around the block, comes back, and then comes into her house and goes to work. Routines are one of the things the mental health professional tells us. It helps, routine helps us cope with uncertainty. Routines create a sense of structure and normalcy that give you a sense of control in what has become a very unpredictable world. Third thing is 
set up a dedicated workspace. While the occasional work-at-home person may find balancing a laptop on their lap while lying on the couch to be sufficient, uh, that means you're setting up every day. So a dedicated space allows more consistency. Hopefully it will allow privacy because as we are working at home, many of our other family members are either going to school online at home or our partners, spouses, significant others could also be working at home. So the ability to have a dedicated space where you go to every day rather than having to set up every day is a stress reliever. Because if you're navigating and negotiating for where you're going to work every day, especially if you're a call center agent, because the call center agent needs more privacy than the IT professional who works everything behind the scenes. The person in the household with the most voice contacts should really win the lottery in uh, who's going to set up their workspace where. And I think we also have to uh, face the fact that there are going to be kids on conference calls. It's becoming the norm. The daycare centers are closed. The schools are closed. So for right now, we have to roll with that. And guess what? Babies cry. So uh, I would say get over it or get into it uh, because this is the this is the new village. Uh, take breaks. Take your breaks that are allotted to you from your from your work. Take your lunch, take your break, uh, and don't feel guilty about putting a load of laundry in. Um, you, you probably should feel guilty if you're, you know, watching an episode of Judge Judy, but think about your break as an opportunity to take care of yourself for a quick walk outside. Again, fresh air, get outside. If you can, if you have a deck, if you have windows, just something to break the static. Uh, even when you're in your workspace, being able to stand up, look up some desk sizes, just Google it. There are a lot of movements that you can uh, take to assure yourself that you're not going to add some level of... Uh, of pain to the emotional and uh, anxiety that we're already uh, living through. Healthy snacks, uh, you know, connect with one of your peers. Contact centers are notoriously village environments. We interact with one another. We depend on one another. So have a healthy snack, connect with a friend or a peer. Call centers are villages. So we have to make sure that we allow our folks time to keep in touch with one another while simultaneously taking care of themselves. Have a healthy snack. Uh, you know, encourage people. Send out not just, if you're sending out information to your agents, don't have it be the exclusive domain of directives and corrections. Include in that desk sizes that might be of interest to them, things that they can have as a healthy snack, uh, and encourage 
them to use their breaks for self-care. Uh, it will it it will help people remain mindful of the world that we're living in and that being able to manage your own emotions and how we interact is a major part of self-care. It's part of taking care of ourselves. And don't encourage your employees to feel guilty. But at the same time, at the employee level, don't do stuff that would bring that bring you to feeling guilty. Uh, and finally, the fifth um, thing that I, I, I saw not as much, but I think is probably really incredibly important, and that is monitoring your emotional and mental well-being. Everything from fear, am I going to get this virus? Am I going to lose my job? To the loneliness of working at home. If you've become accustomed to working in an environment where there are a lot of people, but you happen to live alone, there's a loneliness factor to this that can become way bigger if we're not tending to that garden, so to speak. There's uh, also the fact that in in some homes, it's an extended family. And some of us are going to simply get worn out from being around the same people 24-7. If your children have been in school or in daycare for a number of years while you've been working, this is a massive challenge. Um, you know, for me, I'm almost pitying the, uh, the teachers and the daycare providers when they get the kids back. They may all have sort of started to lose their minds um, because their routines and their schedules and all the things that we're talking about here have been disrupted. So when you're looking at your emotional and mental well-being, don't forget that these things, the schedule, the routine, the dedicated workspace, kids need some dedicated space too. Kids need some breaks too. And we need to um, try ways to engage. Uh, the One of the big things that's happening with people right now is the virtual happy hour. Uh, if there isn't one suggested, this allows peers um, to let's let's go out after work. Let's meet up in a in a in a Zoom room. Um, keep up with friends and family. Um, turn off the news. Limit yourself to one news brief a day. It's the same thing over and over again. The anxiety associated with that for some people is such that it's unhealthy. It's an unhealthy practice to keep tuning in. Instead of practicing watching the news, practice deep breathing. Uh, try some guided meditations. There are a ton of free apps out there for things like guided meditation. Headspace uh, is one of them, but there it's all over. And they're emerging every day because this has become quite clear that our emotional well-being is the first asset that gets us through any kind of crisis. So self-talk, don't talk yourself into being sick. Talk yourself out of it. Don't talk yourself into being miserable. Talk yourself out of it. Uh, and that will only happen if we're monitoring our emotional uh, and mental well-being. So as we're leading people 
in this new normal don't forget they're humans. And from a contact center perspective in particular, they're humans who have a history of a village environment. So let's be sensitive to that. Let's help one another out. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Till next time.